0: I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Um, So today we're going to do testimony time and we're going to do it with Savannah Lowry thanks for being on the show savannah you are so welcome i was about to say say hi but you're a professional you know how to do this (laughs) (laughs) to talk into microphones i've never (laughs) been on a podcast
1: i don't know what you're
0: talking about well i know you are a good singer so you sing into microphones. that's so different have you ever like done drama club
1: oh my gosh yes yes. Uh
0: i bet you've done some acting
1: yeah a lot actually Oh, you know what? My claim to fame, my senior year of high school, is I got best actress in yep. the state of Georgia. Professional for our one-act play. You know what? Our I didn't. Competition.
0: Have, which was what was the play? Was it? What, it was
1: Steel Magnolias. Oh, who were you? I was Sally Fields. I was Malin.
0: Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> is that a video somewhere? <laughs>
1: uh, there used to be this like really embarrassing picture of me like in the midst of fake crying, hanging <gasps> in the Performing Arts Center. It must have
0: been that good though.
1: It was embarrassing. You need what it to was. send it to
0: me. Ooh, I hope they've taken it We will it post down. it on the Instagram <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Great. <laughs> That's great. So Savannah is uh, somebody I go to church with, and you are twenty nine. I am. Oh, I'm so good. Yeah. Twenty nine years old, and uh, for some reason I go through this every time. Which is how long have we been going to church together? How long you've been going there since you were in
1: diapers? Well, I was four. Well, close enough. <laughs> You might have been. I don't know. I, that's true. It took me a while.
0: <laughs> no, not you. Um, okay, well, so you've been at that church way longer than me. I've been go- coming since 2009. Look, I said way longer than me, but oh my gosh,
1: I am older than you. That's <laughs> true.
0: What year were
1: uh, I've been going there for, tw- I guess, 20, 20- I've been a member for 25 years. I was four, so 1998.
0: Look, and I said <clears> 2009. I think it was 2010 okay we, um see it doesn't matter that's, it doesn't matter that's
1: math baby this is small
0: potatoes <laughs> that are irrelevant <laughs> so all right um we've been going to church for a while together um and then that's been pretty cool mm-hmm. and getting to just know you you mm-hmm. were a, a wee little lattice mm-hmm. so would you like to share where you were born just kind of your background yeah. a
1: little bit yeah um so, I was raised in a Christian home. I was born in Marietta, and then my parents moved to Cartersville. Um, I'm an only child, because I was a giant baby, and they <laughs> were like,
0: Your that's
1: enough. That's <laughs> enough kid for us. So, um, yeah, and uh, we started going to Oakland Heights when I was four, and that is where I got saved a couple years later.
0: Okay. So, how do you remember?
1: Yeah, so I was six years old, and it was VBS, um, and back then we did VBS Monday to Friday, um, and so uh, yeah, it was like a job. Um, <laughs> but the last night, uh, it was Friday night, and um, I don't really remember anything else about that week. Um, but we were in the ambassadors Sunday school room, and they had turned it into uh, heaven. They made it look like heaven. Oh, why yeah. don't we do that anymore? <laughs> I don't know. They brought in like dry ice. It was crazy. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we're like sitting on the floor and the teacher is of course, like in a Bible costume and um, presents the gospel to us and clearly states like, if if you don't accept the free gift of salvation, then you will go to hell. And it's intense. Yeah. Well, people think that that is too intense for a kid and Mm -hmm. and it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, you should probably go ahead and tell them before like worldly things and cynicism works its way into their head. Yeah. Um, so everybody they're going
0: like, hell's a mean place. What do you mean? Right. So if you right. teach when they're young. Yeah.
1: Then they still have the capacity to, to believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also if you're not sharing that part of the gospel,
2: it's you're incomplete. not,
1: you're not sharing the full scope of it. Yeah. And they understand that they need a savior, but they don't know what from. Right. And so I am glad that someone shared with me when I was a, a child, because, um, I remember, it wasn't fear that I felt; it was conviction, and I I understood.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, if
1: I if I go home and like die in a car accident on the way home, like I would go to hell because I've never been saved. There's a simple tru- truth, yes. and I choose
0: to believe it. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. um, and so I I talked to my teacher, and we. Uh, sat on a table at the end of mm-hmm. the preschool hallway, <laughs> which didn't used to have a door, um, and so we sat against the wall and she prayed with me and I got saved. Um, my parents were there and I remember like them running down the hallway, Aww. like so excited. I know it's so sweet, um, but yeah. And then that's kind of where, unfortunately, it stopped for <laughs> for many years. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so years have
1: passed. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: How did you get back into? A relationship with the Lord or start a relationship with the Lord. Really. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I think, and Amber talked about this when she recorded her episode, um, that there is salvation, but then there's also a time mm. when you have to like surrender your life and right. you say, okay, like, I understand what you did for me. I understand that I'm going to heaven, but like my life is yours to do with what you want. I'm choosing to submit to you right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. Um and I, there was a, it was a long time before mm-hmm. I did that. Um, when I was a kid and into middle school, I had a real fascination with like darker subjects. Mm-hmm. So like the paranormal, the Zodiac. Mm, creepy. What? It, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but I didn't have any kind of biblical knowledge or spiritual Mm -hmm. maturity to understand the way that dabbling and things like that affects you Mm -hmm. as a Christian. Um, and so without going into too much detail, because I don't want to give the enemy any glory, um, there, I would see things and hear things. And I just thought that maybe I was like sensitive to Mm. whatever. Um, but some of it was really scary and like I would have nightmares and like horrible horrible realistic nightmares Mm. and I didn't know what was going on then of course but now I can look back on that and just see like Satan exploiting my childhood fear yeah um and so I remember talking to my mom and like, I was always so scared to go to bed. I was so scared of the dark. And she gave me a verse in Proverbs. And I'm not going to be able to quote it exactly. <laughs> I used to have it memorized, but. Paraphrased um, by Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> the SIV. Just kidding. Um, just kidding. Heretic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's. Uh, When thou liest down, thy sleep shall be sweet. Mm -hmm. And mom gave me that verse and I memorized it. And that is the first time that I remember uh, using the word of God as a sword.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And um, my nightmare stopped. I stopped like seeing and hearing weird things. Mm. Um, And I, even though maybe I didn't have spiritual maturity to understand how those things would affect me because I had the Holy Spirit, I still knew they were wrong. Yeah. And so those things went away, um, but you know, God and Satan play chess, and yeah. and when when God moves, Satan counters. Yeah. And so um, I don't. I didn't come up with that. I've heard that before, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not trademark Savannah. The
0: <laughs> Church history book by Greg. X maybe or something else.
1: Maybe I don't know.
0: I mean, he might have not coined it. It's phrase, probably but a anyways. postscript.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, uh, I into middle school. Uh, I went to a small private Christian school and I was a little, uh, I was a little artsy fartsy girl. And, uh, I liked to express myself and, and be myself. And I was, um, I was super into like musicals and theater and I loved opera and, um, I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb yeah, and I got picked on a lot. Yeah. Um, Not just for, like, my personality, but, like, I was always, like, a little bigger than other girls. And so I'd get picked on for that. And um, I think once you hear things about yourself over and over, even if they're not true, you will start to believe them. Yeah, that's true. Um, And so I kind of felt purposeless. Mm. I felt like, well. Why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is the point? Mm -hmm. Um, And again, you know. I didn't have any kind of established time in the word of God. I didn't have like a a time of prayer. If I did anything like that, it was checking a box. Um, I knew going to church was good. I knew praying and reading your Bible is good, but it didn't, it didn't mean anything Mm -hmm. to me. Um, and I so wish I could go back in time and (laughs) and be like, Hey,
0: (laughs) read your Bible. (laughs) tell me (laughs) all? Girl. You wasted so much time. It will
1: help you so much. (laughs) Um, but I really, uh, started to romanticize the idea of, uh, ending my life Mm -hmm. because I didn't know really what purpose I had. And I felt like no one could see me. Right. Um, and so it, it continued to get worse and and it didn't really I didn't address it at all and um when you don't say hey some, something's wrong here um satan will just continue to yeah. to drive that in yeah. um and so that just to say if you're feeling that way you yeah. should tell someone for sure because it's not going to get any better and satan's going to continue to work that in um And so I think it was my freshman or sophomore year of high school, I started um, uh, hurting myself Mm. uh, in various ways. (laughs) But it was really just a distraction. Um, And I had written a note um, because I I had made I didn't know when or where or how really I was going to do it. Um, but I had decided that I did want to end my life, and so I had written a note, like in preparation, and I was just kind of waiting, mm. like when it felt right. Right. Um, and so <clears throat> it got to the point my junior year where I was sleeping like twelve, thirteen hours a night because I just didn't want to be awake. Just depressed. Yeah, yeah, just sad. Um, and I remember. My mom, was, this is so, like, looking back on this is so, like, ridiculous. Like, this is not something to kill yourself over. <laughs> but but um, my mom had told me to clean my room.
0: I had gone That's I the pain of all
1: yeah. um, And I had halfway done it and then went to sleep around 8 o'clock because I didn't want to be awake. Mm-hmm. And then I remember – it must have been—I don't know how long later—but my mom came barging into my room, and uh, she was like, "This is halfway done. What is your deal? Like, get up and clean your room."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember thinking, "I'm this. I'm done. I don't. I, no one can see me. I feel so ridiculous all I don't the time. Even care about this room? Yeah. I like. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And when she walks out of this room, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm done." And so, um, you know, uh, my mom asking me to to clean my room is completely reasonable, Mm -hmm. but when you're depressed Mm -hmm. or even when you're anxious, you see everything through the lens of your emotions.
0: Just another thing. Yes.
1: Yes. And it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And so my mom walks out and then I get up and I'm going to go get the object that I'm going to use. Mm -hmm. And she barges back in.
0: You're like she, I was not expecting this. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and she looks at me and she says, "Something is wrong with you." And I don't know what it is, but I need you to tell me what's going on. Oh, wow. And it was like I am so thankful that in that moment, the Holy Spirit just like spoke to my mom's heart. Right. And she knew that something was wrong. Yeah. And how would she have known that other than the Lord had told her? Yeah. Um and so I told her everything. And, uh, it took her a second as it would any mother, um, to, to swallow what I had just told her. Right. Um, but her and my dad did the best thing that they could have done for me, which is the next day they took me to Joe McKegg. And I know (laughs) what a, what a gangster. I love him. Which for those of you
0: (laughs) who don't know, he was our previous pastor.
1: Yes. Um, and Joe means the world to me for what I'm about to tell you. Um, so, they took me into his office. We met with him and he, he, I'll never forget this. He looked at me and he said, all right, what's going on? <laughs> and it really, it took me about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, it felt like 15 minutes. I don't know if it really was, but it felt forever to, to get it out. Because yeah. um, I was embarrassed. Like, this was not fun for me. I did not enjoy this. This is um, a big meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my pastor, and I'm about to tell him some really embarrassing right. things. and personal um, stuff. Um, and Wonderful. I'm like 16. <laughs> wow, yeah. So um, I told him, and Joe like he just and I told him some years later how much this meant to me but he looked at me and he took everything in and he didn't dismiss me Mm. he listened to every word that I said and he has no idea how bad I needed that yeah um and then he recommended a counselor and I started seeing a counselor um Uh, his name was, uh, he, I just called him Forbes. He's still, I believe a counselor. Yeah. 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 Um, but he's, he was great and he gave me some tools to learn how to manage my emotions and like, okay, God gave you these big emotions Yeah. now we just got to channel them. We got to learn how to manage them. And then over the years I learned how to do that. Uh, instead of seeing situations through the lens of my emotions, I learned how to see them through the lens of God's word. Mm Mm-hmm and how we have to fix our heart our emotions on the lord right and then when we do that okay we can walk around and and function yeah <laughs> and we don't have to be depressed and sad yeah. even if you know people hurt our feelings you know whatever and then uh there's a verse in colossians that the lord used the summer of my right after i had graduated high school we were at youth camp And uh, I remember David Gardner was the one that that came in and preached, Um, but he used the verse Colossians 2.8. It says, "Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ." Mm. And that was everything to me. It yeah. was so freeing. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have to care what people think.
2: Right? <laughs> I only
1: have to care what Christ thinks. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a warning. It's not just like, hey, you don't have to care what people think. Actually, you really shouldn't. Yeah. Like this is a warning. Um anyway, so
0: yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I really, at that point, I still didn't have an established time in the word. I didn't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't really know how to do any of that. Um, and it, it was still just kind of checking a box. Right. Um, and so after I graduated Uh, I started kind of going down. I had a a wild time for a few years. (laughs) I kind of, essentially, I lived a double life. Um, I was still going to church. I still believed in God. Uh, But I was a very different person on Fridays and Saturdays than Mm -hmm. I was on Sundays. And um, I went to a lot of parties and I did everything that you can think of that people do at parties. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Um, But... I I kind of had a a moment of realization. There was an incident that happened that um, scared me, really, that kind of woke me up. And I think God allowed it to happen so that it would wake me up. Um, And I I came to understand that uh, if I wanted to have a relationship with the Lord, then I had to stop doing this stuff. Right. And there was no in between. There's no lukewarmness you either stop doing this and start following the Lord or you continue doing this and you're never following the Lord.
0: Pick a master. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that whole period of time, I call it the the time that I took advantage of my salvation because I knew the things that I was doing were wrong, Mm -hmm. but I also knew I'm going to heaven. So like, who cares? yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, that's not something that I admit with any sort of pride. Right. It's, uh, deeply shameful and I regret it. Yeah. Um, you know, rebelling against the Lord when you know better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, but I remember, uh, wanting to make the choice to follow the Lord, Mm. uh, to fully surrender my life to Jesus, but not feeling like I had the right to, Mm. um, because because I had known the whole time, like, I, I'm not ignorant of what I'm doing. Like, right. I know that this stuff is bad. Right. Um, and so now it's like, well, how dare I try You're, to come? Like, God
0: exiled you now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's some scary dictator. Yeah. That's just not the case. Right. Like, that's just so not true. Right. Um, but I, I really had to grapple with human mercy versus God's mercy. mm mm-hmm. And that his ways are not our ways. Mm. You know, we, we live in such a, a crime and punishment type of situation. Right. Um, you know, you you do the deed and you get what's coming to you. You're going to get what you deserve. Yeah. And that God is just not that way. He's
0: long-suffering.
1: Exactly. Jesus took what we deserve. Yeah. We're never going to get what we deserve. Yeah. What we deserve is hell. Right. And that's not going to happen mm-hmm. because God loves us so much and he has so much mercy for us. Um, and so I started trying to read my Bible. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this looks like, but I know that good this is good. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, there was a, a verse that he really used in Deuteronomy. Um, and it's when God is giving the Israelites the boundaries of servitude. Mm. Like, okay, if you have a servant, they serve you for six years, and then they're set free the seventh year.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but then Deuteronomy 15, 16 through 17 says, and it shall be, if he, the servant, say unto thee, I will not go away from thee, because he loveth thee in thine house, because he is well with thee, mm. then thou shalt take an all and thrust it through his ear unto the door, and he shall be thy servant forever, and also thy maid servant, thou shalt do likewise. So these servants, if they loved their master, if right. they wanted to stay with him, and because, because the situation that they were in was good, it was good for them, it was well with them. Right. Then, okay, let's, let's mark it. Let's yeah. do it. Make like a deal. Yeah. <laughs> so they would thrust this all, this instrument through their ear. Um, and I remember reading that and I was like, okay, put it through my ear. I'm ready. I put the all <laughs> through my ear. <laughs> yeah. I want it. Yeah. I'm done. I, like, I want to stay with you because mm-hmm. it is well with you here and yeah. this is good for me.
0: Amen.
1: And so uh, I did a, a, some time later um, write. A little something that I thought uh I might read. If you don't care, I'm very excited. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let me let me find it.
0: Oh yeah, are you gonna do a book? Are you gonna come out with a book?
1: Am I gonna come out with a (laughs) book? I would like to. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So it's just writing on those verses. Uh, Okay, it's easy to remember the times when I wasn't good to you. Recalling memories of my wickedness is like braiding my own hair, like writing my own name, like driving on a familiar road and not knowing how I got to my destination. Mm. Muscle memory, not having to think about it. I remember my sin as well as I remember the first time you and I met. I wish I could forget my sin the way that you do.
2: Mm.
1: Our adversary does not want me to forget the weight of his thumb on my heart is heavy, but your mercy is stronger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for defeating him. I am choosing you. Even in the muck and mire of my own making, I am returning to my master who I love, who has been more than good to me. Open my ear with the all. I am returning home. I am your servant forever. Um, and I, I remember, <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I remember writing that as kind of, Like, yeah, like I'm done with my foolishness. Mm. Like, I want to serve you. I want to follow you. My
0: love letter to you, Lord. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Um, And so then, of course, when you have done some shameful things, you will deal with some shame. Mm. And God really had to help me understand what his mercy looks like. Right. Why he has mercy for us. What I had to get out of my head is, is that his mercy doesn't look like human mercy. Right and um a few verses that he used um Psalm 78:38 through 39 but he being full of compassion forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not mm-hmm. yea many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath for he remembered that they were but flesh a wind that passeth away and cometh not again mm-hmm. and then in Psalm 103 uh verses 12 through 14 As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. So like when God sees us, he sees these little finite creatures Mm -hmm. and he loves us so much. And he's not going to release all his wrath on us because he knows that we are only dust Mm -hmm. and our time here is so short. And so he'd rather have mercy mm. and that's a father that loves yeah. us
2: yeah
1: um and then i think sometimes mm, the verse uh, as far as the east is from the west yeah so far has i think people sometimes don't understand the gravity right. of that
2: right
1: as far as the east is from the west okay well the east and the western, they're-, they're never gonna meet <laughs> that's how far away when you ask God's forgiveness, okay, it's done. You will never see that again. He's not hanging that over your head. He's not waiting to punish you. Mm. He's not going to strike you with lightning. Mm. Like, okay. So we, we get up, we dust ourselves off and we move on. Right. And we, and we serve him now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and that's really what I had to learn is, is to get out of the shame hole Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just move on. Because if I'm clouded with all of this shame and i'm wallowing in that yeah then guess what i'm not doing yeah. serving the lord you can't be I'm, an
0: instrument of righteousness because you're so distracted in e- your own stuff exactly
1: yeah. and like it doesn't somehow make me more righteous right to be so ashamed of my sin right. it's n- no Yeah. <laughs> what's more righteous is is trusting that the lord has forgiven you and moving on
2: yeah
1: um and so let's see there were a couple more verses that I thought I would share um I guess to wrap it all up. Yeah. Uh for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Um and that really helped me yeah to understand God's mercy. Yeah. Like it's it's not the way that we think about mercy. Um He's not subject to our human morality. Yeah. He has his own, his own stuff. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, being in God's word, I think helped me more than anything. Yeah. Having that daily established time in his word, um, making sure that I'm in it every day and learning that God's word is food to Mm. our spirit. Mm -hmm. And so when we're not feeding our spirit with God's word, then our spirit is starving and it's weak. Right. And then it can't f- it can't fight yeah. <laughs> it, it when it comes up against temptation against the enemy against our own flesh it's gonna lose every time yeah. and so you have to be in God's word every day uh, so yeah
0: yeah that's good and it, when you're starving your spirit you usually feed your flesh uh,
1: uh-huh. which... <laughs> you're gonna be feeding something <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you get, if one master's getting served somewhere for exactly. sure yeah I think that's a good word and being able to know god more and mm-hmm. therefore then you're like building up trust of who he is mm-hmm. and how you can rest in his promises yes and yeah have we, you and me have kind of talked about this before like just having a stable place to go yes
1: in his word yes you know because i mean my emotions are crazy mm, like i don't you... i do not feel anything halfway i never have a day in my life right it's right. over a 100 percent all yeah. the time yeah and so that can be a crazy place to be if I don't have a place of stability. Right. And that place of stability is God's word. Yeah. It has to be because yeah. that's truth. Yeah. That's that's surety. Yeah. That's not anything that's ever going to lie to me or confuse mm-hmm. me or make me feel crazy. Yeah. That's a place I can land. It's
0: so true. That's a good word well i love you i love you so much i I, I just say this all the time but i do love you (laughs) um thanks for taking the time to talk about your life and just be vulnerable about some heavy stuff you know um but just for all the sake to glorify the lord i know that's why you do it Mm -hmm. and um and just teaching teaching you did teach you're (laughs) teaching girl you're teaching uh just like you know who god is and what he's done in your life you know yeah so I think that's definitely going to encourage somebody encourages me. I wow. hope so. Thanks for being on the show. I just wanted to say thanks to Savannah again for being willing to come on the podcast and just be vulnerable and share what God's been doing in her life. Uh, if y'all have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at com, And I'll talk to y'all later.